My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey, hey, welcome back to From Imposter to Empowered. So today's episode, I have a guest that I never thought I'd get on, and that is my partner, Dustin. So we've been together for 13 years, and throughout the podcast, you are going to hear Hugo breathing heavily. So that's a lot of the reason why we are laughing, because we're just like, why is this dog so attached to our hips? He is loving quarantine, and so are we. We're really enjoying spending this time together and having more time to like clean and cook and like do things that it's such a weird time but like I am truthfully really thankful for it because it's it's provided a lot of clarity for me and um, as much as it's been good though I hope it doesn't continue for too long because damn we gotta get back to normal (laughs) life's gotta get back to normal But anyways, um, when you're listening to this, it's going to be the end of May. So hopefully by that point, we have more clarity on the situation. But this podcast episode, the reason why I wanted Dustin to come on the podcast was because I wanted him to give a perspective of somebody who's in a relationship with a coach. So somebody who has experienced me going through different stages of school and all the certification and stuff to become a coach and ultimately open up my coaching business. He's been there through the highs and the lows. He's been there since I made my first dollar. So he has been super supportive the whole time. But he also like had his doubts just about like in terms of like investing and like having a stable job. I think he even says that during this episode. And these are all real fears and real things that people in our life are experiencing and the point of this episode was for you to see that like a lot of our partners have the same way of thinking in terms of like they're supportive they're just obviously going to be weary and they're obviously gonna ask questions and that doesn't mean that we're not on the right path and that we don't know what we're doing it just means you have to trust and be open and honest with those people in your life um and because he's my partner I obviously talk to him about it the most um and I do value his opinion and um I understand if you don't have a super supportive partner I totally get it and um I just don't want you to use that as a deterrent to not doing what you want to do and not being a coach because I promise you that they do want to support you. They're just thinking very logically and just the thinking about the future and they're just in self-preservation mode like we all are at all times and it doesn't mean that they don't support you. And I think that's just a really important message and um, I think you'll like his perspective. He's super quiet. 
I had to beg him to do this. But um, he even said to me afterwards, he's like, next time I'll be better. And I was like, wow, that's really cute. Now I feel really bad that I made you do that. But um, he actually used to be in a band and um, he used to sing. So he was like, I don't know how I did that. So um, definitely out of his comfort zone. So I'm so appreciative for him coming on the podcast and entertaining me. And I hope you guys love this episode. So thanks for um, doing this recording with me, babe. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. (laughs) So um, the listeners really wanted to hear an episode from you, especially because we were talking about our anniversary a couple of weeks ago. So we've been together for how many years? 13. 13. Yes. Yes. and um people were like oh my god you've been together for so long and we can get into like a couple of like relationship things but one of the things that I thought that people really wanted to know was just in terms of what I started doing as a coach and when I became a coach and what your like reaction was to that and how you have dealt with it over the last two years so can we get your like initial reaction to it if you think it's weird what are your thoughts yeah my initial reaction was good in this situation because that's basically what you went to school for and that's what you're what you know about and I have confidence in you um obviously there's gonna be doubts at the beginning Mm -hmm. because I know you have a pretty secure job right now and at the beginning, it's one of those things like where I don't think of coaching as something that I would go and pay for myself. Mm. But it's it's always kind of hard to understand how you would make a lot of money from that at first. But yeah, then for sure. once you see more of who needs it, what kind of people are getting coaching, it's mostly entrepreneurs and things like that. So that makes more sense. And obviously as you've grown your business I've become more confident in what you're doing yeah and I think like it's kind of hard to understand too because the online component is so different from what we're used to we're so used to like our friends working like nine to five jobs and like doing the same old thing so like when I started doing it a lot of it was like worry about what people were gonna think um but I think you did a really good job of just like supporting me and like not giving in to me when I worried about what other people would think. And I think that it's kind of easy for me because I don't know, you were kind of easy to believe in. So I don't know if other people's situation, maybe they're like, my girlfriend doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. (laughs) So I could see like maybe that being different. Yeah. But in my case it was easier thank you so sweet baby (laughs) we're here with hugo hugo is attached to austin's hip as always um and something i also wanted to ask you was about like how did you feel about the investments that i was making in my business so we've talked about them before i think in the beginning i wasn't as transparent but now as like um, because I'm more confident in what I'm doing and you're seeing a return on it, I think it's easier to be more transparent about it. I was always honest about my investments, but like you didn't need to know the exact number, especially because we're both pretty independent for ourselves as long as we 
pay all the stuff that we need to pay for. It's all good. Um, but how did you feel about me investing in that stuff during a time where like we're really up and coming in our relationship, I guess you could say? Pretty weary at first. Because, mm -hmm. um, like you said, I don't know the exact number. Yeah. And... And you tell me sometimes, but I don't think you tell me all the time, especially when I find out later, oh, I spent this much on this. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Um, but like I said, you haven't given me a reason to doubt you. So yeah. if you were like completely struggling and spending all this money, like, well, maybe we need to reprioritize. Yeah. And I think though, like... I've always had our best interests at heart and that's like why you can trust me and I think that's why it's also important like when you're in a supportive relationship like to have that open communication but also know that you can trust in that person to make the right decisions. Sometimes I feel like if people are really restrictive with what their partners are investing in like they really don't trust their judgment. Let's say um, somebody who is listening to this episode wants to go to their partner and wants to talk to them about hiring a coach or wants to talk to them about starting a coaching business and all the stuff that comes with that. What kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, honesty is obviously the most important thing, especially mm -hmm. when you're trying to run a business and all these financiers are involved and mm -hmm. you have a partner. Yeah. But being open about it is probably the best thing having that open communication with you from the get-go has been really good because when I need that support from my partner and I know that that's not the case for a lot of people because they don't have supportive partners it means a lot that I can come to you and talk to you about that stuff and not have you just like slough me off or like tell me I'm acting stupid or whatever so for like I was saying for me it's a little easier because I trust in your judgment and I believe in what you're doing um, but I don't know if you had a partner that isn't that way, then... How would you suggest them ease him into it or ease her into it? Well, I don't know. Guys might hate me for saying this, but maybe sort of along the way of the way you did it by not being completely... <laughs> I'm not saying, like, lie. Yeah. But, I don't know. Don't, don't be like, hey, I spent... If you spent $10,000 on something or coaching or whatever, yeah. just for an example. Yeah. Might, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Don't lie about it, but... Like, ease them into it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to put them into shock, like, holy fuck, if it's, it's yeah. all coming out of nowhere. It's almost like if you were to be like, hey, um, I'm going to start this, like, streaming career... And I'm going to spend 20 grand on equipment and doing all this shit. Yeah, you got to invest in yourself. And whether you're a man or a woman, like a man, like a guy could do that. And he would have to, he would expect his girlfriend to kind of, I would assume in most cases, they would expect their girlfriend to kind of support them in doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And for see sure. the benefit of doing that. So it should go both ways. Yeah, I agree. Great advice. Such good advice. You guys have no idea how hard this has been to get him to do this interview. He's hating his life so much. But thank you for doing it. But I still have more. Don't worry. <laughs> so, okay. So now let's go into more just like regular relationship advice. Why do you think we've been able to exist together for 13 years? I really 
want to hear your answer to this as Hugo is like looking like a potato on your chest. We, how much have we've experienced together that's fun mm -hmm. and the fact that we can look back on things together and that it was me and you mm -hmm. that experienced it. It wasn't me and some other girl mm -hmm. or me and other girl two mm -hmm. and other girl three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we don't, and we don't have a bunch of exes and stuff that we have to worry yeah. about. Always, and then obviously family's a huge thing. Like your family is my family. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that about them. Yeah. And I would hope that you'd feel that way about my family at this point. <laughs> I do. I do for sure. And I think like we make a point each day to like have a good time together, whether it's for 20 minutes. Um, and as far as day to day goes, we, like you said, we spend time together. We have fun together, but we also respect each other's space. And when we for sure, yeah. want alone time, it's not, oh, what's wrong with her? So, yeah. Like, what did I do? It's, yeah. She just sure. wants to watch TV by herself. Yeah, exactly. It's not a big deal. And like, we do have really good communication as well. I come from a family where we almost had too much communication and you come from a family that basically didn't communicate at all so on my end of the spectrum I was always like really aggressive and like always need to like say exactly what's on my mind and you're more like reserved and you keep to yourself and so it's taken us both time for me to cool my jets and like give you space when you need space and for you it's been like coming forward and being honest with me about how you feel and like opening up and talking to me like especially if you don't like something so um I think the communication piece is really important because not everybody knows how to openly communicate without having an argument all the time it comes to like things we enjoy or things we have in common we know what we don't have in common and we know what we do have in common yeah so when it comes to things that we want to do or spend time together with i'm not gonna even though i'd like you to i'm not gonna make you go through a star wars marathon <laughs> he's still on that still on the star wars it'll never happen you, sweetie. Like, you haven't seen it so. <laughs> <laughs> but like do i want to do i want to spend hours and hours watching star wars no i just want you to like nice things <laughs> Like I said, we can just spend time doing the things we both want to yeah. do. And I think our own hobbies is like a really big thing too. I think when it comes to sustaining such a long-term relationship, it's really nurturing that relationship with yourself and really realizing what you like, what you don't like, who you are without the other person. Because we've never really known anything else since we were like 15 as to what it's like to be single and like not have that other person but for those of you who don't know I went away to university for four years and I was about three hours away and even though you traveled and you came to see me and all that stuff like we still have spent a considerable amount of time away from each other and building our own relationships with ourselves instead of just being we can't do anything without each other something that I also think is really huge is I still have like the same group of girlfriends and I still make a lot of time for them and you as well like we we have our own friends and we also hang out all together but we have friendships and we have relationships outside of each other I think that's a big part of us 
why we're together as well is because we hold on to relationships and we work on them we don't just yeah oh you did this to me fuck you i'm not yeah. talking to you again sort yeah. of thing yeah and i think that goes with again more like personal development in terms of like realizing that we're all just wanting to be loved and appreciated and like it's scary to be rejected but when you're willing to like work on something instead of just like walk away when something gets hard and I think like we've always done that like just if something got hard because we've grown up together we started living together then we bought a dog and a cat and like we've started jobs and ended jobs and I started a fucking coaching business and like there's a lot of things that we've endured I think that's what's important with the long-term relationship is to like nurture it and also nurture the relationship with yourself and um kind of put your ego aside a lot of the time yeah man yeah man (laughs) (laughs) yeah man so do you have any like last words or advice you want to say anything nice about me so everybody knows how much you love me i swear he's he's a lot more outgoing than he's pretending to be he actually used to be a singer in a band and he used to be front right and center so i was asking him i was saying like you used to like stand up in front of crowds and sing and he's like i don't know how i did it yeah i used to be cool but i don't know how i think you're still cool i think you're still cool and hot (laughs) (laughs) is there anything else that you want to tell the listeners about yourself or about our relationship or any like last minute advice that you would give the listeners at all about relationship (laughs) advice or about being a partner of somebody who's a coach speed round i don't know like i don't know how valuable my advice is like i said because it's very valuable don't discount yourself we don't do that on this podcast (laughs) (laughs) but yeah for me it's been easy i don't know to you just gotta support each other and be honest and if both parties are doing that, then it should be all right. But like I said, it's it's different for different relationships. But I think that's pretty universal for all relationships in terms of supporting each other and being honest and having open communication even when times are hard. I think that's really, um, I think that is really important. Just like don't doubt if there's no reason to doubt. Yeah. And if there is, you gotta work through it. Babe, thank you so much for doing this episode. Maybe we'll do a part two one day. Thank you for having me. And I love you. Love you too. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach Jill for tons of free content strategies and inspo. See you next time.